the bottle Put your foot down on the throttle Buckle up, motherfuckers, for the Dog Water Radio Show. Sensuous. Animalistic. Carnal. Unchaste. Hedonic. Sharpened. Lustful. Bodily. Steamy. Animalistic. West Coast Radio. Visit us at West Coast Radio Podcast. Outside of doors is city. Awesome input. You did not tell me. You have been vandalized all over yourself. No, decorations, multicolored petroleum byproducts. Los locos kick your ass. Los locos kick your face. Los locos kick your balls into outer space. Uh oh. Come on, I will clean you up. But if you had a mouth, I would wash it out with soap. Right. Alrighty, folks. It's been a while, but welcome everybody to Dog Water Radio, season two, episode six. That was the Scoffs, just cause. Brand new song from the Scoffs. Good friends out of the Seattle pubic sound area. 
Um, I apologize in advance. We are not turning the air conditioner off in the sweat box. Um, we already have enough shitty fucking sound from here anyways, but on a good note. It's, it's prob- been a goddamn long time. It'll probably be a minute before we, uh, it'll probably be the last show you guys actually hear from us here. Unfortunately, the ruckus and the, the records headquarter is, uh, it's no longer, um, the government busted the sweatshop. <laughs> no, that's not even, <laughs> no, I'm broke and I don't have time. Time to move the venture. Yeah, try time to figure out other things right now. I'm in the middle of a life, life altering time in my life, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I think both of us are. I, yeah. Well, I, I think you're more in an altering time than uh, I'm more of in a uh, plateauing, like, yeah. Time to either uh, jump down off the plateau or climb that fucking mountain. So, one thing. You know, there's probably a lot to talk about. It's been probably, what, fucking six months? Nah, yeah, it's not been good four. Good four months. Yeah, we've been away for a good quad. Um, but, yeah, so first off, obviously we're busy. Uh, life kind of took off on us real quick. I had some family emergencies happen. Uh, my grandmother passed away, who I was extremely close to. I took some time off for that. Um, other issues that I care not to talk about. Um, then, life came up. Well, we'll just, we'll just put that as the big thing. Life came up for both of us. And then I wrecked my van. So I'm actually sitting here recording tonight without a ACL or a meniscus in my left kneecap. Um, Woohoo! I'm the healthiest member of Dog Water Radio. <laughs> I don't know. Fuck, I don't know about that. But yeah, shit, <laughs> shit just has happened. So this is where we're at in life. Um, so we're going to start bringing you, trying to bring you a monthly show. And I'm going to start trying to bring you a monthly um, uh, episode of Double Talking. So you're getting something every couple weeks from us. So we want to stay relevant with you guys. We love you guys. We appreciate it. You know, and like things are just like COVID, like COVID, we were kind of like the, we almost kind of like felt like the, uh, we got like the backlash at the end of COVID, the beginning of opening everything up. Then like now we're kind of getting that fucking double whiplash again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so now we're, but yeah. Plus it's summertime, man. You know, we were, it was kind of tough for us in the last seasons to, record like low live well it was easier when we lived together a lot of those old episodes <laughs> of dog water were recorded at like two o'clock in the fucking morning. well yeah when both of us be off work and i'd be Smoking so stoned out, yeah, i'd be so stoned out of my fucking mind that i thought it was fucking wednesday when it was sunday yeah but but we got God, a great i wish i could go back to those days we got a great show for you man i uh got some good tales for you yeah uh I think we both kind of next segment we'll go into what's been going on with both of us. Well, uh, we're gonna go on the beer next segment. Well, well, then we'll do fucking life lessons after that. Um, but yeah, I think uh, <laughs> I'm fucking tired. We sat here and bullshit. We haven't even seen each other for a while. Yeah. So we sat here and bullshitted for like four hours, and then I just ate. Then went to the fucking yeah. Then went and got food and a beer at the bar and bullshit with. 
the immortal Cody High. Actually, you know what? Should we, is the, should we call him the immortal Cody High or the American Dream Cody? High? Uh, I like the American. Dream. I think he is more of the American Dream Cody. He is High. the American Dream Cody High. He's probably the only person that's going to actually listen to this episode. Exactly. He's, he's, he's chunky and kind of funky, just like the two of us. Yeah, yeah. He's got a nice beard coming in. He does. That's fucking nice. We all got, you should go let it go, man. No, no. I, I left my trend up. I you were talking I, about I, it. I, I, I don't know. We're all like, we all have man beards now. Like, it's well, not. I thought, if anything, I'm going to do the, uh, the Lemmy for a while. <laughs> I'm almost thinking about maybe for uh, October for my burn season this year, doing the Lemmy the whole season. You know, doing the Lemmy the whole time. Yeah. Give me some shin scrappage. So, but yeah, later I'll probably tell the story about opening up for Shooter Jennings. Yes. Handicapped also. <laughs> With no meniscus yeah, in her ACL. Handicapped as fuck. That was an interesting week. It's probably one of the most rock star things <laughs> I've did. A big shout out to my band. Kevin, TJ, Misha, Frey for all putting up with me that week, man. They are uh, fucking goddamn champs, man. I love those guys to death. But yeah. Great but anyway, so uh, without further ado, we're going to give you a little bit more music and then we'll talk a little bit more. We got the beer segment coming up next. And um, we also went up and I played my first show in fucking a while um, up in uh, Sunnyside with Melissa Gatone and uh, um, Chris up in uh, at Varietal. Varietal. Yes, I actually asked because okay. you always say Varietal. So I was trying to confirm. Uh, Whatever the name of it is, they have absolutely fantastic beer. Yeah, and we're going to review a bunch of it. Like a bunch of it. We're coming out swinging. I fucking, uh, they hooked us up. Uh, like, they give us so much beer, and we're going to review every fucking one of them. Yep. So we'll be back with that. Uh, that's why we don't want to waste a lot of time. And then, yeah, so we'll be back with that. It only hurts when it rains Think on the dates that I wasted on chasing a woman like you and There's nothing around home Help me to forget So I packed up my suitcase And I bought some new boots And I ran through the town Closing all bars down But I still woke in the morning All bloodshot and blue 
Suppose there ain't enough whiskey To help drown your memory So I'm setting my sights On that old highway east If I find nothing For all of my ramblings If stories for scars Let it be It served me better Chasing your ghost through these streets I'm too tired for living I'm too young for dying And I'm sick to my bones of being played for food I had a fortune about me a stallion And ride like the wind to the edge of the world And if I'd find nothing across the horizon One day I might turn around But I'd never let a memory this town It only hurts when it rains Think on the days that I wasted on chasing a woman like you And there's nothing around home Help me to forget So I packed up my suitcase And I bought some new boots The Macho Man Randy Savage is not a happy Unjustifiably in a position that I'd rather not be in Outside interference here yeah. I'm living in a nightmare But the cream Rise to the top, oh yeah. I am the cream. Yeah, let me say it, yeah. Let me say it out loud. The cream of the crop. I am the cream. I am the cream, yeah. The cream of the crop! I'm on my way. On balance, off balance, doesn't matter. Nobody does it better. Too late for you to brand or tame. 
change if I wanted to Hell, I could change if I wanted to Searching for my soul But I always end up lost out on the prayer Trying to find my way to go And I ran off chasing thunder change if I wanted to Hell, I could change if I wanted to And I ran off chasing thunder And howling at the moon Now it's too late for you to bring change if I want to <laughs> pull my finger <clears throat> pull my finger dude no way <clears throat> come on pull my finger nothing <laughs> SBD <laughs> that was cool. Alrighty, folks. That was Johnny Bourbon. Brand new solo track from a live album he's working on. Uh, Johnny Bourbon's also from Harley Bourbon and the Roof Rabbits, for those of you that don't know. What a great fucking song that is. It's called It Only Hurts When It Rains, man. That guy's fucking voice, man. Johnny uh, fucking Bourbon. That. That everything uh, that guy touches is better than the last thing he did, yep. and I've always been a fan of his, man. And uh, that's amazing. a challenge, really. Wonderful sounding guy out of Central Oregon. Yep. And then, then another news track, um, which actually Felix Thursday wrote this song for me. He's now uh, like uh, he's kind of going to be my bad Blake. Like I'm going to have him write a couple songs. What you talking about, Tommy Sweet? Uh, do I actually get to meet Dog by? Do I actually get to meet? <laughs> like go backstage. Do I, do I actually get talked Dog by? <laughs> like go backstage and meet him. Uh, but no, he kind of. I kind of started a. Just Felix just writes good songs, man. And sometimes I don't got enough in my tank, and sometimes I feel like he writes songs that I relate to as well. So. 
but yeah, that one's called Chase and Thunder. My version will sound a little different, but I'm working on that. Um, my plan before we get into the beer segment is to actually, and I'm always talking shit, but my plan is to um, try to um, try to record an album while I'm laid up from this ACL surgery. So, um, but yeah, anyways, without further ado, uh, like I said, I went up to play a show in uh, Sunnyside. So I've been excited for this for a while. I'm so excited for this though. Uh, Varietal hooked us up fucking fat, Chris and Melissa. Um, Two of the fucking nicest, coolest people ever. Yeah, let's pop some shit. Which one is this? Okay, so we got four. We got four that we're going to review for you folks. Which one's that one? That is a varietal, because some of them aren't varietal, right? All four of these that I picked out are all varietals. This is the Sunflight Citrus Weed Ale. All right. Yeah. First one. This is a citrus wheat. Oh, it smells citrusy. Yeah. Okay. And the thing is, like, this says a lot about a brewery to me, also, that if they're willing to give out their product to people like this to for us to review on a segment on the show on a podcast. It to me it sounds like they're pretty damn good people. That's pretty good, man. Um, I'm hoping it smells good. I'm hoping they haven't sat for too long, but what do you think? You think it's actually long? No, I feel like it's a little flat, but I, I don't, I mean, it's a good beer. I don't want to talk shit about it, but I think it's just because, um, I think it's just because they've sat for a minute they yeah, had a long like journey it. here let's pour it out a little bit oh, it's got a little head on it's it it's got some good head on it for the small glass yeah it's not too bad no not at all it's been a while since i had a good wheat too it's and it's not an overpowering citrus no, it's on the wheat and it's not a fake one like some no, of these it's not a fake heavy either. yeah some of those like you know people were in that fake um god damn yeah those fake heffies i didn't fucking dig it i actually dig it the second drink was better i think i just have too much shit in my mouth that's a good four i'd say I, yeah i would give that a good four mm-hmm. right off the bat that's four or five and that's and the more i drink this i could drink this all day mm-hmm. this is a good summer it's a summer beer that's a perfect summer beer. That's a perfect summer beer. And the thing is, it's what is it? You know, it's five one in the alcohol. And if you really think about it anymore, like any summer beer is either four two to three, you know. What was it again? Uh, what is it again? Five one. Okay. All right, let's try the next one, buddy. Which one is this one? All right, this is called check this. How do you spell it? Crit out. Check this. Crit out. Must be a play on some. It's it's a Czech Pilsner. Check this trit out. Czech style Pilsner lager. And this is a collaboration beer 
with Whistle Punk Brewery. Oh, yeah. Whistle Punk. <laughs> Brew with malted triticale from Lake Mahoo. Hmm. This might be weird. What this, is it? I, it's brewed with triticale malt, which is like a weird, like old, ancient uh, grain. Uh, up the tuck. Up the tuck, motherfucker. Beep, beep. Skeet, skeet. Was there some Georgetown Brewery in there? Mm-hmm. No. That's a good head on it. That does have a real good head on it. It's a good smell. Yeah. This is good. I still got a lot of that citrus in the back of my mouth. Mm -hmm. It's hard to give this a real good um, review. So I can taste that lemon now. Um, it's good. I will say this. Uh, I've been drinking quite a bit of Czech Pilsner lately, and that is not very hoppy for a Czech Pilsner. Uh, it actually is really mellow to me. Yeah, it's pretty smooth. Yeah. Um, it's got a good flavor to it now that I'm getting rid of yeah. the, now that I'm getting rid of the citrus I can tell it's 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 really smooth. You get a little bit of a more of a maltier uh, flavor palette to it. Yeah, it's not yeah. It is malty, mm-hmm. not hopsy. See, and that's one thing that I've learned lately is like if beer if a very hoppy beer will sit for a long time, uh, it'll lose its hop hop essence i guess which i really don't like and care for and it uh becomes really malty tasting almost lagerish yeah yeah it is it's pretty lagerish um yeah but it's smooth mm-hmm. it's a little smoother than a lager i think personally i do like those pills man dude check bullsers are good uh, Pelican. Oh, well, Pelican pills. Where mm. I came out, I told you that I tried was good. Uh, Timberl also came out with a good pilsner. If you guys are in the market for other good pilsners, also. Okay, and this one is. I'm really, really stoked about this one. Looking forward to trying it. It's their Pandemonium. Mm-hmm. And it's the smoked Hell's Lager, brewed with beechwood smoked barley malt from Germany. Which one is sorry, buddy? Hmm? Which one is this one? The Pandemonium, the smoked Hell's Lager. Okay, that's one's you're looking forward to this. Yes, and I think I've also explained this before: the difference between uh, what a Hell's Lager is and. Uh, how do you spell that? It's important. Pandemonium. Yeah. Is it? Oh, it's spelled kind of weird, huh? Yeah. A uh, difference between a Hell's Lager and a normal Lager is, uh, I believe, if I, I'm trying to remember the dates right. I believe it was 1963 at the Munich Beer Festival. Uh, they went away from using the traditional Marzen style lagers which is the really wheat 
straw colored lagers and what the more uh, palatable Hell's lagers. Right. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of my beer fucking nerd shit that I've learned. I hear they put more hops to it. And they probably did put probably, You know, and I will, I'll give this for these guys too. As much beer as I've tried from Central Washington, these guys have the least amount of hop flavor. Yeah. Like dead hop flavor in their beer. That's pretty. Yeah. So damn pretty, pretty. Does it smell smoky? Mm-hmm. It does smell smoky. I don't like smoky shit, man, to be honest. Hey, before we get too far, before what do you what do you rate that check? The check belster? Yeah. Uh I'll give it a four. I don't think I'm gonna go three five on it, but I couldn't really three taste five. it really that I'll, well. I'll give it a four. Uh like I said, it's a smooth check belzer. Yeah. And most check belzers are really rough tasting sometimes. No, <clears throat> smooth. Uh, this one I can't do, man. It's just the smoke. I mean, if somebody who likes that this kind of thing, it's probably great. But it's just not me. Sure, the quality of this is fine. You like it? Mm. It's real smoky. It is. I will say that 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 is a very, very, very smoky tasting beer. Um, I like it. It's a little bit too harsh on the smoke flavor. Yeah, man. I I don't know if they did like actual smoke. It tastes like it to me. Or if they did like a liquid smoke. To me, that doesn't taste like liquid smoke. That tastes like real fucking smoke. I can't stand the taste of liquid smoke. That one, I mean, that one tastes good. I mean, that's the kind of, I mean, it tastes like, tastes like smoked salmon almost, really. Yeah, no, it tastes like a beer that had been, it honestly tastes like a beer that had been left over in like a logging camp and had just been fucking sitting in like <laughs> campfire smoke for a couple of days. But uh, I wouldn't say that. Well, no, and I'm, and I'm not like bashing. Uh-huh. I'm not like bashing on or like giving, you know, like I said, like I love their beer. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it a three though. It's, it's, I mean, if you like smoky stuff, you'd love it, but I just don't. I give it a three five. This next one is uh and I'm gonna give it a three five for this reason that it almost has this it like you were saying, it's almost overly smoked. Yeah. And when you overly smoke something, I tend to get a taste of tobacco juice. Yeah. Like when on the back, like taste of it. Like so it's almost like I don't know, almost kind of like a, uh, like taking a swig of a, like a spitball. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not, I mean, uh, yeah, I'll give it a good three, five. Okay. I think, uh, I will say this, I'm a little disappointed. I was really stoked about this, but I think it's just the heavy smoke yeah because i love hell's lagers that's probably my favorite type of beer uh but yeah 
Yeah, I was. I mean, it's. I just don't do the smoke well. That's all. Uh, what's the other one we got? I'm almost saying that they use. What, we should have probably did this one last. Yeah. Well, we are. No, that we should the smoke one last yeah. is probably what we should have done. And this is their dark wave stout. So we went from. <laughs> Completely citrusy light beer. What is it? Dark wave. Dark wave stout. I felt like there was another. Um, there's another. There's that double IPA. Was that the only other one we got? I thought I, there was another one. I thought that was the other. Um, I'm not is sure. Is there another one in the fridge? Oh, anyways, let's crack this one open. I'll go look in a minute. That's dark as shit. This that's is the one I've been. Dark as shit, and that's it's got a nice get, fucking head on it. Head. I, this is the one I was excited for. I love me some fucking dark beer. We probably should have done the double IPA, but I'm just not an IPA guy. You know I'm not an IPA. Oh, guy. that smells good. And you know I'm not. And double IPAs are not gonna be anything around my taste. That smells good. Smells real good. I'm excited. Mm. Mm. There's I get a hint of coffee in this one, but I'm not sure if that's what's supposed to be or not. It's good. This is good. Mm. Yep. Mm. That's stout. That is fucking stout. It's tough. It hits you on the ass end. Mm -hmm. It's all smooth, and then it punches you right in your fucking ball sack. <laughs> it tastes good. It, oh, it, it tastes is. really good. It's tough, though. I would drink it, though, every day, all day. Not, like, I would drink that. I would. Mm -hmm. that would it's a lot be better it. than those rogues we tried, and I was really excited for those rogues. Yeah. This is damn post imperial, though, in my opinion. Yeah. I was gonna say, uh, and it hits you on the ass in, man. Like you, yeah. I'm you so take kind of a, just that drink that I took. Well, I, I took so it. Kind of like yeah, I took it. I took it. And I was like, oh, that's smooth. And then I was kind of like, that's when like the chills go up your spine and you get real tense. Uh, it's good though. Good, good, good. Mm. Right, did you get a little coffee in there? Oh yeah, I got a lot of coffee in this. Uh, Mm. A lot of coffee, a little bit of chocolate. Um, yeah, a little chocolate too. But yeah, I would say way more coffee. Uh, and roast. Yeah, you got way more of the roast and coffee malt flavor. Yeah. It's like that's the weirdest mixture of smooth and fucking hitchy in the balls that I've ever had in my life. It's good though. It's good. All right, well, let me. I'm gonna get up. I'm gonna go check the fridge because I thought they sent us some. 
other stuff. That might not be from their brewery, but they sent it to us because they're friends. So from the Fort George one? Yeah, maybe. If not, grab that bird. That what? That birthday one. Bird day. Bird day. That pelican one. Oh, I got two of these. That was it. Yeah, I'll keep this one to varietal. Yeah. Let's keep it to varietal. Yeah. That's pretty good. Pretty good uh, sesh. I give out a four. What do you um, give it? I'm going to give it a And actually, you know what? I think I'm back. I'll go to three five. A three five. I'm surprised you didn't give it more. I thought you'd like it. It's all right. I just kind of. I think my beer taste has been changing lately. Yeah. Kind of like we've. Yeah, you've been going over the pilsners more, huh? Uh, pilsners. I've been going over the more of the light body beers. Uh, I've even been going in to IPAs a little bit. Really. Not I've actually been craving a lot. I've been craving a few IPAs lately, you know. Uh, but yeah, more. I mean, like I always do. I like I always drink more like Walker and Pilsners. Yeah. Well, that's our beer review. Yeah, that's um, the beer review. I anybody in the Sunnyside, Washington area, or passing through that area, to check please. out Varietal. Please stop by and check out Varietal. Yep. Also, like any of our homies in the cool. Tacoma area, I know that our our friends, the um, friends at Peaks and Pints in Tacoma, will be uh, carry some Varietal as well. So, and also I know that uh, Fort George Brewing also is uh, good friends with Varietal. Also, yeah, so they did that. Uh, they. they uh, your guys, when you were playing up there, wasn't that a uh, collaboration party, I believe? Yep. Between the two yeah, I, yep. So, yeah. Also, if, like, you know, you're in the area, and especially Safeway, if you uh, buy your beer at Safeway or, uh, you know, grocery store like that, usually, in the, especially in the Northwest, uh, they'll either, you know, they'll probably have some pork joint beer there for you. Yeah. So try them guys out if you can't get varietal. And if you're in the sunny side of that area, always go varietal. Yep, what he said. <laughs> All right, uh, uh, we're going to play you guys a little bit of Sweet G.A. Brown. This song's called Wordsmith, followed by Abraham and the Old Gods off of his release through Ruckus and the Rackers. The song is called Whiskey. <laughs> Well, some people can tear your heart out with a song Take you to far off places you ain't been to in so long They paint a picture that shows so clear All them feelings that you hold so dear Yeah, some people can tear your heart out with a song and some do it for the fame Some do it for the riches Hell, I'm just a motherfucking wordsmith Bitches, 
submarine Someone's gotta clue me in on what the hell that means Cause I gotta get up in the morning Go to work Well, up the magic dragon They said he lived down by the sea Well, I drove all the way there down there He didn't smoke no shit with me Oh, yes, I'm doing it for the fame Yes, I'm doing it for the riches Hell, I'm just a motherfucking wordsmith You're gonna beat me? And golf? <laughs> oh, you're on. You're in big trouble, though, pal. I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. <laughs> you eat pieces of shit for breakfast? No.
right, folks, we're back. That was Sweet G.A. Brown, Wordsmith, followed by Abraham and the Old Gods. That was whiskey. So, yeah, interesting few months for us here. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you guys the story about my first weekend run back out on uh, back out on the road. I uh, left the morning. I, I was uh, I left on a Wednesday. So we booked a, a tour. We booked Thursday in Chehalis, Washington, Friday in um, Friday in Coeur d'Alene. Yeah, Coeur d'Alene. And then Saturday was in Pendleton at the Jackalope Jamboree. Um, I'll talk a little bit more about that because we got to give them a shout out. But I'm going to start out. So I went up. I was heading up to Tacoma on Wednesday to um, essentially go practice with the travelers. And as I was leaving, it's about nine o'clock in the morning and I was pulling out on the highway at the edge of Ione and um, the sun was in my eyes and it's kind of on a blind corner. And uh, I got T-bone and essentially it was my fault at the end of the day, you know, I pulled out in front of the guy I couldn't see, but um, Anyways, we slowed down. Luckily, he was one of the few people that slowed down for the speed limit. Um, as you're coming into Ione, a lot of people don't slow down, but there's a speed sign that, you know, it tells you to slow down. And I think that right about where he hit me was like 35, 40 miles per hour. And luckily, he was one of the few people that slowed down because by the time he hit me, he probably wasn't going faster than 20 miles per hour. And I was probably doing like five, but completely destroyed the front end of my van. At first, you couldn't really tell. I went back to the tow truck um, or the tow yard to look at my van, get the rest of my shit out of it. And my whole front end was moved about a foot <laughs> to the driver's side. Um, so he got me good enough to fuck it up. And I think the only reason the airbags didn't go off um, is because they were probably not working because my van was old. But. So I got out of the van to go fucking check on him. You can have a loss of it. But I doubt it. <laughs> um, there might be some fucking lawsuits coming up, but I'm not going to go into that because I'm going to just talk too much about my shit. Try to keep the bad shit at a brief. But anyways, so as I was going to check on the guy, I went to check on him. Everything was fine. I was walking back to my car after I left to see if he was okay and call the cops and shit. And my knee popped and gave out as I was going to sit back down in my van. And I was like, that was kind of weird. Uh, I never had that happen before. But so I stood up and I thought maybe I just kind of jerked it around a little bit and it was fine. I was walking around on it and then it fucking did it again. And that's when I felt it fucking swell up and it was hurting really bad. So I uh, opted out of taking the ambulance, but after the, everything was said and done, I, they pulled my van up over to the side of the road. And I got all my shit out, put it into Claire's car, and then she drove me to another hospital. We'll just say that. And essentially, I didn't get really good medical care, but it was all right because I... Um, well, it wasn't really all right because I walked around for fucking about two months on what was a torn meniscus and ACL. So 
Um, essentially, I went, got checked out, and they told me I was fine. They told me it was a fucking sprain. I left, and I took off to Tacoma. And I got to Tacoma after all this at about fucking midnight. We got a little bit of practice in with the band. Um, and we went to Chehalis the next day. Um, so yeah, I drove fucking like 200 miles with the fucking no ACL or meniscus, practiced. Then I went play to show. I mean, I did all this out, any fucking ACL or meniscus. Um, and then, so on our way to fucking uh, the show in Coeur d'Alene, I woke up and I was just sicker than a fucking dog. I'm pretty sure I got fucking food poisoning. And um, so I was driving. That's what happened when you eat that gas station sushi? So I fucking was driving and I made it to about Moses Lake, I think. And I had to have Frey take over driving. He was in the van. Luckily, I had, Claire's car's got pretty good air conditioning, but I, I literally had a Taco Bell cup and I was throwing up into it as I was following the travelers down the road. I was puking into this Taco Bell cup and then shitting when I could stop. <laughs> Boston depends on his quality no, before shit. it got up over I the I actually I didn't pull a dog bite this time, man. <laughs> amazingly because i had the shits dude the <laughs> fucking shits that throw my undies out and clean but i literally couldn't hold anything down so i was like dehydrated as fuck i yeah. drink water i drink sprite i drink anything i thought I could hold down like the water was too heavy mm. like it would just kill me i'd get it in me and it would come right back up so every once in a while i could get like a little bit of sprite down or something but it still wasn't good so finally like so like I would puke until I'd fill my Taco Bell cup up, and then I'd roll up a fucking an off-ramp, roll the window down, dump my puke out, put it down, and just get back on the freeway and catch up with the travelers. Mm. I did this essentially all the way to fucking Coeur d'Alene, Idaho from Seattle mm. the whole way. Um, because I didn't want to stop at gas stations. I didn't want to really walk around on my fucked up leg. You know, and at this point, they didn't give me anything for it. I think the doctor thought I was fucking med seeking. So he wrote some bullshit, fucking bullshit, I guess, dude. I don't even, I'm not going to get into it. I'm real pissed. Um, I got misdiagnosed twice. And finally, I got a hold of my real doctor and he had it figured out that I actually, he, he was sure I needed surgery in like 10 minutes of seeing me. But anyway, so I get to Coeur d'Alene and finally about Moses Lake when I had Frey start taking over, I finally had this um this moment where i finally found like the gatorade's got this new shit that's kind of like pedialyte out mm -hmm. and i was mixing it with sprite so um i uh finally got some of that in me with some crackers and it, some of it stayed in so that was helping a lot and but i man essentially i got there and God bless Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, man. They were such a great crowd. I, I played really good for a guy that was just felt like dog shit, actually. Just dumping sweat. It was humid as fuck. It was like the hottest weekend. Yeah. It was like 115 fucking degrees or some shit. And uh, I'm just dumping sweat. And on top of that, Idaho, you can still fucking smoke in bars there. 
And like, I'm, I'm actually really not against smoking in bars. I think anything should kind of go in a bar. You go to a bar to sing. So like, when I go to a bar, I'm not like normally like, oh my god. Yeah. You know, like, I'm not I a bitch like that. I used to smoke. But dude, like, so if you're not around it, it's well, so when you're sick and you have food yeah, poisoning and you're an ex-smoker, uh, and like a cigarette smoke is probably one of the worst things. Oh like, my god! If you're sick to your stomach, especially, like that's. Even, even being a smoker and being hungover the next day after getting drunk the night before, it's hard to fucking choke that first fucking. Cigarette. I never even had a problem with that, really. Oh man, God like damn. that's one of my biggest fucking problems with hangovers. I hate it. A cigarette and then down. we fucking goddamn man trying to find a goddamn motel room right now for under two hundred bucks is the dumbest fucking thing yep. ever. So we finally. I had to spend $300 on a two-bed motel, six, so motel six in Spokane. It's fucking disgusting. Uh, that room was smoking. It smelled like cigarettes so bad in there, I wanted to fucking throw up. Um, the whole, I hate motels in Washington. I fucking hate motel sixes anymore. You used to be able to get, like, me and Owen always used to hit up motel sixes. Econo Lodge, man. They're Travel the new Lodge. ones now, Travel Lodge, I guess. Econo Lodge. But, yeah, you can't find a fucking motel for an... It, they were supposed to return my 50 bucks and I gave them a shitty review. So I don't think they did, <laughs> even though I fucking didn't do anything to the room. Like we slept for like five hours because I mean, it was worth it for the air conditioner and the shower. I felt better the next day. And then, mm-hmm. so then we go, we go and it's like 115 degrees in Pendleton. And well, you guys decided to do this tour on the hot, the absolute fucking hottest weekend of like the, so far this year too. So, yeah it actually was and ironically enough it was in june usually our hottest days are like now so knock on wood i bet we get some more probably in september a lot of them have been coming in september these days but anyways uh but yeah so it's pretty rad man like i gotta give a shout out to jackalope jamboree fucking a what a great show great time i didn't make friday night but i made saturday and i drank every second of that up in and man uh Jesus Christ. I'll tell you something. I needed that so bad. Um, it felt good. There's, you know, and everybody's going to have their opinions here, and I don't really give a fuck anymore. But it felt real good to be walking around without a mask on, feeling normal, feeling like the world was getting back to normal, yeah. even though even though we're probably not now. You know, I fucking hate that Like it's already looking like it's going back. It's really fucking pissing me off. I got a lot of opinions on that that I feel like, at this point, I should probably just keep to myself, but... Oh, I have fucking a million opinions on that, and especially for fucking... Well, I've played ball, you know, a lot, you know, and I feel like, well, fuck it. I'll, I'll, this is what I'll say. So everybody's like, oh, well, we should wear the masks. We need to go back into quarantine. We need to do that. So, like, I'm not even trying to understand it that well this time, you know, because essentially what's going to happen is we're going to have to do what they tell us to do at the end of the day anyways, you know, and and whatever you know it is what it is but here's what i'm saying is like from what i'm reading the strain is not having that much of an effect on people that actually have their vaccines why am i giving a shit about people that are too fucking dumb to get their vaccines let them fucking kill each other off i mean let's thin the fucking herd out let's thin the goddamn herd out it's them motherfuckers. Okay. 
this is me. This is Blackwater, Blackwater and Alone. This opinion does not affiliate with Dogwater or Rockus on the Records or anything else. If you don't have your fucking vaccine, I want to kick you in the fucking balls. Or I mean, unless you else. have like a, a legit reason Bullshit. to not get it. There's no fucking reason. You know what? You know the reason we yeah, don't have we, fucking polio? It's because people are vaccinated. There are people that will fucking die sometimes if they get it. They to actually recommend but people. I'm sorry, 95% of the people that can be vaccinated can be. It's that little fucking glitch that can't be that. Yes, I do agree that it's they can't do it because of their health and it will kill them. But most of these people that don't fucking want to do it and want to say, it gave my constitutional rights. Bullshit. You know what? This is this is a new game for everybody. New fucking game. Not the old shit. Yeah, I really don't give a fuck. I mean, honestly. Because, like, nothing's getting fucking done anymore. And, uh... But, you know, I really don't give a fuck. If they want to go cough fucking code in each other's faces, I don't give a shit. Why the fuck should it matter to me? I don't care. You know, I mean, if the people that are having the vaccine are surviving, it should not affect me. I shouldn't have to fucking, I shouldn't have to fucking put my life on hold anymore because these assholes want to fucking play conspiracy theory cocksuckers. That's it. Whatever. You don't want to take the vaccine. That's your choice. It's your fucking right, I guess. But but you know what? I don't give a fuck if you die. You know, it's like wearing your seatbelt. And the thing is, I'm tired of these people that I know are like over, like educated enough to understand that like, this shit needs to be fucking taken and needs to be taken seriously. And you should probably get your vaccine, you know? And they're like, well, it's a fucking conspiracy about that and conspiracy about that. Yeah. Like, I don't legitimately see any evidence of them to them giving me of why they are not getting their vaccine. It doesn't matter. Other Anyways, than a bunch taking... of Huffington posts and a bunch of fucking bullshit Fox News fucking reports. And a lot of those guys aren't really reporting that shit. It's just all the fucking bullshit they read on the internet. But anyway, so, but it was great. You know, it was a good time. Fucking, uh, it was a good time. Um, and it was awesome to see Shooter. I'd actually never seen him live ever. And, uh, but we'd met, I mean, we talked on the internet a few times because he used to, you know, help out with dog water a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, but it was really cool because I wasn't sure if he'd remember me. I hadn't, I hadn't seen him for, or talked to him for a long time, but it was really rad because he was like, oh man, he pulled up his seat and sat and talked to me for a while. And um, it was, uh, it was cool. We talked about, actually, ironically enough, what we talked about most was, hey, we talked about his album with Manson. <laughs> it was like, that was a good album. I was talking about how like he was good at producing and how he did a lot of great jobs and shit. And I was just giving him props on that. And then I was like, that Manson album, I was like, you poor son of a bitch. Like he puts that Manson album out, it's getting rave reviews and then Manson gets canceled. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fucking all, all Manson is all CC. Yeah, he gets canceled, but you know what, whatever. If, if he deserves it, he deserves it. Cause I'm a little different about the rape shit than I am the the race saying racist shit or saying stupid shit. You know, if uh, I don't know, man. I mean, I'm not 
you know, don't go there. Not with rape. No, 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 no. I'm not even. Gonna Anyways, go there. I'm not even gonna. Like, uh, but yeah, so the mo- the thing he talked about most was uh, Hank three or Hank three sons new album, which actually we kind of covered on this a little bit, and he was talking about how he thought it was really good and had some really good insight because he actually talked to uh, Coleman Sheldon's son about it and about the process of it and it's it's pretty cool i guess like so i guess like give me an all new respect for that kid and i've kind of wanted to like his stuff because it's at least a little unique you know but i don't like how it's being shoved into people's faces but i guess from what shooter was saying he's like kind of like making fun of that whole thing it's kind of a parody of everything and he's uh um but I guess he's like kind of like pissed because he's kind of pissed and calling his dad out in a way as well. This is what I was told. And it would make sense because, you know, like the thing that popped and that's kind of funny shooter was the one that he was talking to this about because, you know, the, the whole shooter Jennings Hank three beef started years ago because Shelton was saying that Shooter was riding his daddy's coattail and all this shit. And that, that saying that Shelton didn't even like country music. He just was doing it to pay child support. And Coleman was like, hey, motherfucker, like that, that Rising Outlaw album came out in like 96 and you didn't even know who the fuck I was until <laughs> like five years after that. So fuck you. Like, yeah. no, you're sucking the dick just as bad. Also, like, don't use me as your scapegoat was kind of what he was saying. Well, exactly. Like, fuck you. Like, don't yeah. use me as your scapegoat. The reason he wasn't, he wasn't even a father. And you know what? Look, though, this is the this is the thing. And um, Shelton didn't know he existed. So I'm not dogging on Shelton because he didn't know he had a son. You know, that's a fucking shitty thing to get blindsided about it 13 years after the fact and part of the reason that they got a hold of him is because his mom kind of had an idea that 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 guy was his dad that shelton was his dad and that he probably had a little bit of money and coleman was actually going through some really bad cancer like uh pediatric cancer i guess pretty much and he ended up getting like some of his insides removed like it was really intense so i think that's the only reason she really like Mm-hmm. fucking pushed like one to reach out yeah because she needed help so and i th- and shelton did man you know what fuck it give it to him like i'm not dogging on him like you can't do anything if you don't know the kid exists i'm only dogging on him because he was kind of using that as his excuse to play country music when he was doing it before he even knew about him and and that's funny that his son was telling shooter about it but Shooter really likes the album and I was talking about how he really digs it and he played me some stuff and you know what? I'm kind of into it now and I'm kind of into that. And, he, and you know, Coleman also, he's like 30 years old now. He's like 32 years old. And he's lived his life without riding the Williams coattails. Yeah, without any, anybody he's, probably knowing who he is. No, and, and on the other side of that too, he... He took it upon himself to live a life where he he didn't get any of that money, I don't think. Mm. He fucking, he actually rode rails, hitchhiked in Europe. He, he's doing that some pure talent, some pure family, you know, talent of, you know, the weird 
Well, that and he's doing it not, on his you know, pure experience. No, it, well, well, what I'm saying is like it's like his talent is who he is. Well, he's, yeah, but he's know. also he's well, when an experienced life. No, well, exactly, and that's what I'm trying to say. Like it's who he is himself that you know is adding to you know is. But yeah, so it's not like this kid is some rich kid, you know, mm-hmm. that's riding his dad's coattail, even though he is a little bit, you know, I'm not going to fucking change my stance on that. The whole four shit, the pictures, I mean, that's what bugs me the most, you know, and it makes me not even want to listen to his music. Well, at least it did until Shooter told me a little bit about it, you know, and I guess that just shows that you shouldn't judge a book by its cover. But, mm-hmm. you know, part of me was thinking maybe it was just the fact that, uh, I'm not sure if fucking, I don't know why Hank hasn't been around. Junior? No, three. Uh, I think I'm wondering if he's got something going on because he just has been quiet as fuck. You know, so part of me was wondering if he was like trying to do something to keep his his creative juices flowing. Or if he was tired of it all. Yeah, maybe. But he also, Shelton also fucking didn't have anything to do with this album it was recorded by a friend of coleman's he had a few people come on i think joe buck contributed something to it too and uh but uh but yeah it's been it was a good time man i really loved it and a lot of hebner people came out shooter gave me uh Gave me a shout out on stage. Jesse Daniels, what a good fucking uh, guy that is. Great guy. He's really hot right now on the um, outlaw country scenes, picking up a lot of steam. Super down to earth, super nice too, super talented. I, I had the privilege of sharing the stage with him. And then um, uh, Sarah Farrell was there as well, but she's also good. I played with her at Moonrunners once too. But yeah, anyways, maybe when we roll on, I don't know what fucking. No, but you know, it was good. It was good for you to get back out there on the road. Mm-hmm. It was good for you to play shows. Yeah, man. I'm really disappointed that I, I feel ashamed that I missed it. I can't believe you didn't fucking come. I got you tickets to the goddamn thing. It was fun. We had a backstage. Oh, dude, backstage, the food was great. Oh, and like what I was going to say, man, too, and, and this is like the most important thing about all of this shit that I really want to fucking say is that uh, Jackalope, the Jackalope Jamboree crew was amazing. They were so fucking nice. Everybody was so good. Um, the staff there was amazing. They hooked it up. And I'm not even talking about like the guys running the joint. Like they had a good team like a good good solid team people that were polite they were taking care of the artists like they should be um it was just really refreshing and fun and fuck it didn't matter if you were fucking dog by harris or shooter jennings you got treated the same way you know they treated everybody like a rock star you'd have anything you wanted to eat or drink they had fucking bomb pizza from great pacific uh um heinz meat was barbecue and shit for people uh, and like anything you could want to drink, whiskey, tequila, fucking sodas, sparkling waters, water. I mean, it, it was black un- Everything was white claws. Everything was unlimited, man. It was just amazing. Beer, um, but yeah, it was so much fucking fun. And I just got to give them a shout out. It was fucking real, 
real good time. They're all of them are good, good, good folks. Well, anyways, we're gonna a lot of those like Jack Love guys probably some of them work at the Great Pacific and Trail, I guess. Yeah, yeah, a couple of them do for sure. You know, I I'll say this that Pendleton organ scene with the music and everything, like you guys are fucking doing it, man. Anyways, um, we'll fucking play you guys a couple songs, and then we'll come back to finish you out. Um, this a brand new song came out while we were on break. That was really awesome, man. I love this song. It's by Black Eyed Vermillion. It's called These Walls. Uh, Gary talked a little bit about it on the interview that I did with him on Double Talking. You can catch that on YouTube, any of the streaming sites to check out. Uh, but he talked about the process of that, and it was, it was really cool to see it. This next one also is a new one from James Honeycutt. Uh, shout out to him. I love Honeycutt. He's got a lot of shit going on. Personal stuff. His mom's not doing well, but I think she's on the mend now. But his mom's had a lot of surgeries and stuff done in the last few months. And Much love, James. Yeah, as always. And here's a new one from him called Our Time. We'll be back to finish you off. Later today, Ric Flair will be going, as many people say, for the final time for the world heavyweight title. For a man who's won it five times, Rick, how does this extra pressure affect you? Well, what it tells me, Lance Russell, is today, woo, I've got the style and profile like never before. Steamboat, let me go on record as telling the whole world you are the greatest wrestler on the face of this earth. But, pal, today, right here, you got to beat Ric Flair one more time. Remember, Steamboat, and, pal, I'll kiss your boots if you can do it. But to be the man, you got to beat the man. And I'm saying, woo, right here in Nashville, Tennessee, pal, I'm the man. Ric Flair and Steamboat, you're going to be mine! Woo!
I swear to God, you get smarter the shorter your skirt gets. And you get smarter the shorter your hair gets. So it's probably a good thing you went with that. Yeah. It's a wonderful look for you, darling. Thank you.
let us promise to stay that we'll never month's episode of Double Talking. I haven't figured it out yet. Kind of just getting back in the swing of things. Uh, shit, man. I might bring you a bunch while I'm on the couch laid up. Yeah, you might. Uh, do a few. But, yeah. but we're probably going to be back to proxying in things and calling each other. Yeah, we're probably going to be doing once a month, Honestly, maybe twice a month type show. Probably just once. But we're going to focus on it being good. Sometimes we'll, we'll probably try to go to a location, I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Try to make a really good one-month show for you guys. And also, that gives us time to come up with good topics, uh, we were, new music. Yeah, a little bit at the, end of the la- at the end of last season and a few of the first season shows this, just being pretty critical on myself, uh, we just kind of – Started kind of getting bland on topics. Yeah. We want to keep you guys like up, you know, we want to keep it fresh. Yeah. And a lot we of don't want to keep it blah. And, you know, and like I said, like life happened for both of us and uh, we had to take a little bit of time off from you guys. So, you know, we're back. Yeah. We didn't even really mean to. It just happened. No, just it's what life is, man. Yeah. Life's life. That's life. <laughs> it's life. But yeah, man, I don't know. Fuck, we usually we forgot to do a top ten, but top five, whatever we were doing. I don't know. We talk about Fred Durst's fucking dad fucking look. 
Lollapalooza. Yeah, I was going to say uh, our own Felix Thursday. We uh, we heard that there's a paternity test going on Fred Durst right now. Because, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of similarities and lookalikes there. Mm-hmm. Old Felix Durst and Fred Thursday. Yeah. Yeah, Felix traveled back in time to fuck Fred Durst. He was rolling. Uh, rolling back in time. Rolling to get that chocolate starfish <laughs> and give her his hot dog flavored water. I know, y'all be loving this shit right here. Uh, but yeah, man, I mean, I don't know. What else happened last month? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Last the last months. couple months? Uh, personally, for me? Yeah, what have you been up to? Uh, I played in another disc golf tournament. Oh, yeah, that's uh, right. July. Well, actually, yeah, it was in July. It was supposed to be in June. But uh, because of the plastic and disc shortage in the country right now, we had to, uh, they had to be postponed until July. So that was actually really fun. Uh, it was a really even playing field for everybody because it was called a trilogy challenge and everybody gets the exact same three discs at the beginning of the morning. So everybody's like, you know, playing on even playing field basically other than like actual skill. Uh, But I'm pretty excited. Uh, September 4th, I actually have my first uh, PDGA sanctioned tournament that I'm going to play in. So I'll actually get like player ratings and Stuff like that. So if I ever do want to become a professional, you know, in a thousand years and everything, like I'll have, you know, a number or something. So. Right on. Yeah. But I think you should be an announcer. I was telling you earlier. I would enjoy being an announcer for uh, the PDGA. Uh, I do believe they have a very bad lack of uh, enthusiastic people on their. Uh, commentary side yeah but, but yeah you know that's that's pretty much the why other than you know loving my babies when i can love my babies when i can working on a song together me and blackwater are co-writing a song called moving to a red state moving to a red state yeah you know it's gonna be a Collaboration of collaborations. <laughs> that that says it all. Collaboration of collaborations. Collaborations of collaborations. It's gonna be. It's gonna go plutonium when it comes up. <laughs> Aluminum. Aluminum. Illuminati. All through your body. Illuminati. Uh oh. If we say Illuminati, we might lose a few of our. Viewers, yeah, listeners. Felix and Dan, Dan and Fector are gonna flip out. Uh, yeah, I, I, I was gonna say, I forgot. Uh, um, but yeah, we should have started this earlier. Before. No, we're good, <laughs> we're good. It's about what everybody thinks it is, and uh, I should probably have not, you know, I don't know. I think next time that we should just drink a fifth of tequila between the two of us before we do the show. Why do you always fucking want to do that? Like, 
fucking why? barely hold it together because sober. Because it's a fucking spirit journey. That's why. Nobody wants to hear us fucking talk about fucking... They can barely understand us sober. I have a fifth in tequila at home. Actually, I haven't even I know. It. I actually just about got through that for the taquitos that you gave me for fucking Father's Day. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Like, I fucking drink. I actually, yeah, I got this stuff at home, too. I've got some... Uh, I don't like taquitos. Yeah, I've got stuff for meals at home. I I, ice, actually. I've been drinking, know. like, poor man's kamikaze this week. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, Basically, it's, like, vodka, triple sack, and seven Ooh, that, sounds, that doesn't actually sound too bad. No, it's like, and I throw a lime in it too. Ooh, so. uh, that does sound a little good. That sounds good. What's vodka, a regular kamikaze? It's vodka, triple second lime juice. That's it. But we'll throw in that little bit of ginger ale into it. It kind of mellows that vodka out. Yeah, I thought you said use 7 Up. Mm-hmm. I thought you said you use 7 Up. No, I use ginger ale. That sounds even better, actually. Yeah. I don't use seven up for my. Well, actually, it's kind of actually like a Moscow meal, but all you do is put triple second. Yeah, I don't use uh, seven up for my mixer anymore. It's all ginger ale and shit. I love ginger ale. Mm -hmm. I'd rather have the little like spicy bite at the end. Yeah. A lot of the ginger ale out of cans, like the Canadian Dry, doesn't really have that, in my opinion. Yeah, it's the bottled stuff. Yeah, I've been using the. Do you get the shit down at the store in Boardman? The um, market select. No, I get the I, I get it there, but it's I actually get it at Safeway too. It's called um cock and bowl. Oh, you do the oh, you do the ginger beer. Yeah. Yeah. See, I just do like I'll do just the, the cheap like, ginger, the ginger ale. ale. I do yeah. like I like ginger, ginger ale, ale too. If, so. if if I'll use ginger ale, mm-hmm. I enjoy it. It's one of the I I will say this and I'll tell this or less. If you guys want a nice, like, cool, refreshing summer drink like that, vodka, ginger ale, and lime juice. And over ice. And it's good. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much a poor Moscow mule. Yeah. And that's exactly. And I've done that quite a bit because sometimes you don't have access to ginger beer all the time. No. But you have access to Canadian dry. Mm -hmm. I wish they'd bring the, the zero here. It's hard to find. I love the the diet Canadian rye. I'm good with just the, I you know I'm good with, I guess with just cheap generic fucking ginger ale. <laughs> I like the market choice stuff from the, uh, or the uh, actually I'll I'll sell that I'll say this I rather uh, do the, the generic like local grocery store ginger ale than uh, the Sam's Choice or Sam's Club. Yeah, I don't like Dude, that. the Sam's Club sh- ginger ale tastes like shit. I'm pretty sure it's fucking toxic waste in a can. Yeah, it's here. probably just fucking like seven up that somebody's pissed at in their fucking pop machine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, here's something I could tell you about. Here's something I could tell the fans about before we leave. Is I could tell them about my experience with getting an MRI this week, and I don't think I've told you the whole the whole saga either. So did you have to take the barium shit? Oh yeah. Oh okay. Here I didn't take it. I didn't take it. I'll tell oh. you. I'll tell you. We'll we'll uh, we'll get to that part. So, um, this is on my third day of being administrator at my new job. Big promotion. I didn't. Yeah, I was going to say he's assistant ass now. Yeah. 
I'm a system administrator. So anyways, I've been waiting to get an MRI on my knee for a long time because obviously it's been giving me fucking shit since June and it's August now. Um, and I fucking go to get my MRI and they're not going to do it because I have earrings in. After I fucking just got my ears re-pierced in fucking June, probably like right, I, I, like two weeks before my knee went out, I got my ears re-pierced. I had to take my earrings out for work. And then I fucking convinced them to let me put them back in. So then I've had them back in for two months after I had them in for like fucking 18 years or some shit. 15 years. I don't know. Fucking some insane amount of time. Half my life pretty much. Mm-hmm. So anyways, I... Uh, I fucking, I'm like, what the fuck? And they're like, yeah, you can get third degree burns, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like trying to, like, how risky is it? They're like, you can do it, but you have to sign a waiver. I'm like, how risky is it? And then they're like, kind of give me shit. I'm like, look, I, I understand what you're saying here. Like, like I, I think like you're probably taking this as I'm trying to um, be one of those people that are like, oh, they're not coming out of my head. Yeah. No, I, but I'm like literally telling like, but no, they literally won't come out without pliers. And I've been waiting for two and a half months to get my fucking knee examined because it's fucked up. And I would have taken them out before I got here, but nobody fucking told me. Now I'm here. I took time off work. I just got promoted and they're not there. Everybody's kind of concerned about this, you know, and, um, and don't get me wrong. Everybody's really cool about it, but it does kind of suck. You know, it's, I'm not going to pussyfoot around it. It sucks. I'm probably the best person for that job. But I got a manager who's fucking overworked right now and she needs a little bit of relief. And uh, now she's fucking looking at losing the assistant she just hired for a little while because. But anyway. Oh, hell, you'll be fine in a week. Oh, yeah. We just rub a little dirt on it. But anyway, finally, I'm like, they're like, well, we can't take them out for you, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, do you have any fucking pliers around here? And this kid, it's kind of funny. They had this young whippersnapper that's real excited about MRIs. He fucking loves MRIs. But he was like, this kid, he's got a big old afro. And he's like, uh, he's like, oh, I'll go see if I can find something. And he came back with some course kits or whatever they fucking call them. And he was like, be careful. But here, yeah, go, go. And like, he came out, I came out. And he was like, just all excited to see if I got him out. It took forever, but I got the fuckers out. And uh, then... It gets better. So they're like, I get them out and they're like, um, we want you to go get on the MRI machine to make sure you're going to fit. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me right now? They're like, well, we don't know if you're going to fit. I said, I get that. I said, but that would have been nice to know before I took my earrings out because I'm probably going to have to have them professionally put back in. Like, so, and I just went through all this trouble to get my shit out. You're telling me I might not fit. So anyways, they're like, okay. They're like, they're apologizing. I'm like, look, look, look. Like, I'm trying to turn over a new leaf. So I'm like, I understand you didn't mean to. Shit happens. I'm not going to make your day worse by being an asshole right now because I'm upset. I'm cranky. I'm hurt. I don't feel good. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I apologize. And she was like, it's okay. I understand your frustration. And then she's like, um, why don't you put your shoes on and we'll take you to the MRI machine. I'm like, they're like, do you have some easy slip-on shoes? I'm like, no, I have a pair of fucking Doc Martens. And she's like, I'm like, can I just walk barefoot? She's like, 
our MRI machines in our back parking lot in a trailer because they're redoing our MRI area. So we have our MRI machine in a fucking trailer in the back parking lot of the hospital. So I walk there with some fucking weird pants on and fucking go out there. And by now, so I fit fine. Like I've got like a goddamn foot or two between me and the top of the MRI machine. I fit fine. I go back out. And then, so now I find out, and nobody bothered to fucking tell me this, but they're jabbing a goddamn needle in my fucking kneecap and squirting fucking shit in there to make it so you can see it. Nobody told me this. Nobody mentioned this part of the fucking process to me. I've got a fucked up knee, and they're fucking going to shove goddamn needles into it. So I'm this surprised that made you take the actual barium fucking guy. No, they didn't. They shot the shit into my fucking kneecap instead. So yeah, that was fun, and they couldn't get enough numbing fucking shit. Of course, I it, it takes about the same amount of fucking shit to numb an elephant as it does a dog bite. Um, I'm just saying, like he shot so much numbing shit in my <laughs> knee, and I was still bitching about it. I was like, think how much numbing shit that it will take to fucking take it out of I was just dumping, just dumping sweat, fucking <laughs> dumping sweat. I was like, and then I had to be like, so my appointment's at fucking three o'clock. It's already taken an hour longer than it should. And they're like, the kid's like, oh, this part's the short part. The MRI should take like an hour. I'm like, great. But anyways, then this fucking process ended up taking like 45 fucking minutes. And uh, he couldn't get in there. He kept moving it around. Fuck, dude, it was the fucking MRI should shortest goddamn it was miserable no it was definitely the easiest part of the whole thing i almost fell asleep on the goddamn table they put outlaw country on sirius xm on some headphones for me it was nice i was like i'm gonna sit nice and air conditioned i was like fuck it man i was happy as shit some electric rodeo yep actually no it was mojo nixon actually i like no offense to shooter i like mojo more than i like shooter actually uh, I tell you what, I if I have my choice of listening to any uh, satellite radio station, it would be excellent uh, country. Yeah. Or that lot country one. It's good, man. I guess I'm good. Hillbilly Jim's good, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Elizabeth uh, Cook is absolutely You know who else is good is uh, Billy Gorgeous. Gibson, the, Billy Gibson from ZZ Top's got a pretty good mm. show on there now, too. Does he? Yep. Dude, I... I sort of listen to ZZ Top a little bit more lately. But yeah, essentially, so yeah, that's... Then I had to go try to make it to a staff meeting, which I barely made it to my first staff meeting as assistant administrator, so... Did you come hobbling in? Oh yeah, I was pissed, dude. I didn't even tie my boots up. Fucking... Fucking fired up. And then... Fired up, hopping along. Yeah, and then I fucking... Not tabby in that. They had my fucking results back pretty goddamn quick. I knew by the end of the meeting that my fucking shit was fucked. They were the reason they were having problems getting the dye into me is because my shit's fucked. They couldn't get through the tendons that are all fucking willy nilly, all fucking around. That's it. We'll just fucking put you up on the fucking table. Just cut my fucking chop leg, off. fucking leg off. We'll put you some robot ones on, like Lieutenant Dan. Mm-hmm. We'll then. then you can start training for the Paralympics. Mm-hmm. Yep. Maybe do some fucking handicapped rugby wheelchair rugby. Handicap shot put. Maybe. Tore your fucking thrown off your robot leg. I don't know. I kind of like. I kind of yeah, like. I kind of like the idea of like wheelchair rugby though. 
don't think you can do wheelchair rugby. I think you got. You. I, mean, I can do it if I believe. No, no, I don't think. The, I don't think the idea of the sport can fucking work. No, it is. It's a deal. Wheelchair. It's the most. Of the Watch slowest, an episode of Friday Night Lights. Slowest fucking rugby. Oh no, it's nasty. This is the slowest fucking rugby that I've ever Dude. seen. Fucking people like you need to watch. You shit? need to watch fucking. Uh, you need to watch wheelchair rugby. It's insane. For somebody who loves fucking disc golf, you're, you're pretty fucking. I'm not fucking, pretty judgmental about because it because I'm saying like I, just, I know fucking normal rugby players. It's brutal. And shit. It's so, fucking brutal. I didn't think they did wheelchair rugby. What they do, I will definitely say it's probably going to become a favorite you should, you're new sport. YouTube that shit tonight. Fuck yes, I'm gonna YouTube that shit when I go home. Uh, but yeah. So that's how my that's how my life has been. It's been shit, but Dude, fucking it's fine. I mean, we have a fucking good friend. Oh, well, I, you know, Maya is a good friend of mine. Playing for the fucking Mexican national rugby team. Oh so. yeah. Oh, you're still on that because I'm making fun of you for the rugby. Fuck you. Man, no, you So, um, well, well, I think that's probably about it, man. Yeah. Finish her off um, with a newer Bob Wayne song um, off of his album. Well, I don't know, man. If uh, Rogue is going to be in an album now or he's just releasing singles, I'm not sure what he's planning on doing. But, anyways, he's got I mean, a lot of great songs ready to come out. This is one of them. This is called Daddy. It's by Bob Wayne. This is probably one of the most, like, first Bob Wayne songs I've ever most heard crying and listening. It's good. Uh, we'll see motherfuckers when we see you, I guess. Oh, yeah. I knew I shouldn't have gave him no crime. You hear my phone ring? Pulled into town on a Greyhound bus The police was waiting and I left in cuffs They took my money and they got my score Daddy ain't coming home no more I got to prison on the 4th of July Man come at me, man lost his life The warden says I got life to go Daddy ain't coming home no more Your daddy ain't coming home no more Little baby girl, dry those eyes Your daddy loves you and your daddy don't lie Be good to your mama, 
trust in the Lord But daddy ain't coming home no more Your daddy ain't coming home